Welcome everybody to episode 31 of Late Arrivals. It feels good to be able to actually say that this week since <laughs> I've been a robot the last yeah, two. You've been MIA. It's nice to be back because I have I have a very specific routine on my drive, my very long drive home. Mm-hmm. Um and the last two weeks I've been sad because I listened to like the same playlist and the same music and I get home and not being able to record sucks because <laughs> I get all hyped up and then I get home and it's like, up oh, the hamster's dead again. But you know, Jake, thank you so much for coming on and being a special guest of the week. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it so much. It's it's great to be here. He's had to buy a lot of hamsters from PetSmart. <laughs> He's killing them. Uh, well, Pete is going to cancel us if that's taken out of context, but you know. uh there hasn't been a whole lot that's happened since last episode you know there's definitely nothing newsworthy that has happened in the last no not a single four days no it's been pretty stale honestly i don't even know why we recorded this week (laughs) yeah i don't know well thanks for listening guys we'll catch you guys next week so nice catching up But since last week, uh, the the Ducks have strung together three wins for the first time this season, and what can't be yeah. can't be mad about it. <laughs> the Cup run is back on in Anaheim. Are you guys <laughs> even close to being ready? Wow! Oh my God! Yeah. We're dusting off the banners, pulling Korea out of the the, the studio to paint <laughs> paint the walls again. You yeah, know? I'm bringing out. I already brought out the orange uh, car flag. <laughs> it's getting serious. Yeah, we Tyler, should do Tyler, that. Tyler, Tyler's panicking just getting like playoff content ready that he didn't that he, that he did not plan on needing to on needing to work on. We should just do that for fun this season. Like around playoff time, just everyone put their car flags back out just just for the hell of it. Well, I mean I mean, shout out to uh, everybody's good pal Drew. I mean, every playoff the last five years, he's put Anaheim Ducks painted orange that's that thing is his profile picture that's true every <laughs> year dedication oh hey drew's dedicated i mean you know. dedication man that's ducks hockey i don't i don't know if he's <laughs> listening but <laughs> shout out drew shout out drew shout out drubert <laughs> oh we had a win against the stanley cup champions from last season which we didn't expect um had a frank vetrano hat trick in that game and a nice comeback win too. Yeah, yeah, that was like, a really fun game. It was, and like on paper, if you just look at all the stat lines of that game, you're going like, "Oh, this is like a total Colorado Avalanche win." Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a classic Ducks win that we've seen this year, where we just have no business winning. It just kind of seems like everything was kind of going our way, and yeah. nothing was really going the Avs way after uh, after the first period. But yeah, just a, gr- a great effort. I think you know we can chalk that one up to both Frank Vetrano and John Gibson, um, you know, playing out of their minds. Gibson's had a great last couple of games. Um, I know, I know we'll touch on 
uh, his great performance against the Coyotes um, here in a few minutes. But um, yeah, that oh, uh, that goodness. abs win was was just a, it was just a great effort to kind of you know overcome getting. <laughs> getting rightfully worked over by a way better team and still and still finding a way to to grind out a win and it's a, and it's good to see yeah. Vitrano get rewarded with that hat trick because he had been he had been snake bitten for a while so it's yeah, good, that to, was really good to kind of see himself you know feeling it again in the scoring department because that's that's why he's uh that's why we brought him in to score goals five three win i i mean one was an empty netter so really like we got four by the avalanche which i was not expecting one would have been nice. I wasn't expecting four. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, to your point, Connor, like it, it's nice seeing Frank score the goals that he scores. He's, he's either, you know, picking corners from way far out or he's taking hard shots and following up his rebounds, which not a lot of guys on our team do that. So it's nice to see that he's, uh, you know, like you said, being rewarded for, what was a pretty snake bitten stretch of games there? Yeah, I think um, he, um, I think I don't remember if it was Crash the Pond or if it was the Crack Report, but um, I think they they actually looked up the stat. I think Vetrano in this stretch where he, I think it was like two or three weeks, maybe it was a month where he he just hadn't scored. Mm-hmm. I think he had had like maybe like six, seven, or eight shots that have been rang off the post. So it's good to it's good to kind of like you know, to kind of finally see that come to, come to fruition for him. Frank the Tank is back. Oh, Frankie, yeah. v, Frankie V, get the, get the mud on, you know? Spicy <laughs> um, We uh, end the uh, tenure of the reverse retros by getting right. a win. You know, it yeah. just further fuels that we look better with the Mighty Duck logo. So, you know. We sure do. Going out on a hot note with them. I mean, hey, you love to see it. I just, I can't get over the Mighty Duck logo in orange. It the just looks and, so great. It looks like, awesome. I don't know if we've talked about like I'm sure we have. I just I just can't remember, but it was probably a while ago. Like I'm all for that reverse retro becoming our main road, and then obviously just having a home version of it. Yeah. But my yeah. the only change I would make, I think if that becomes your permanent look, gotta go back to black pants. I just think it's a little too much orange. <laughs> Especially because it just like yeah. and because it's like the bottom of the jersey's orange and then the middle of everybody is orange and then top of the socks are orange and it just looks like this weird like <laughs> they look like a pop they look like a popsicle yeah it looks like a weird <laughs> box of orange and then a box of white and then like another box of white below so I, I would just go back to black pants I don't think it would make that much of a difference I think the jersey would still look great but uh, yeah I mean I, I mean they look sweet man and I kind of like the they look sweet the, the gold hockey sticks yeah i like it i like it a lot better when it's got um when it's got the orange shield if we're Mm -hmm. we're, i think we can all agree we're i think everybody's kind of done expecting us going back to the eggplant and jade full-time um so if we are eventually going back to the mighty duck logo i think it looks a lot better when it's got the gold shield and Mm -hmm. um no no, i'm sorry the orange shield and orange shield so inside, on an orange gold shield, on an orange jersey, yeah, on an orange jersey, do you think they'd go gold like our thirds, or switch it up with like gray? I th- yeah, it might go like silver or something. Because back when they were, you know, maybe, with the purple, say, one, they had gray. I would say maybe silver. I will say on the, when the background of the rest of the uniform is orange, I don't think the gold shield looks that bad. I don't like it when it's backed against white. Okay. 
because I just think it looks too much like gold is our primary color. Yeah, and it shouldn't be, which is the current <laughs> issue with, with which is the issue with our current primary logo. Yeah, leave that to um, Vegas. Yeah, like I'm done with the puke. It's fine as a little trim accent. That's fine, but it needs to stop being like this <clears throat> primary main color. So, um, really quick, can I uh kind of show how my memory is with me and Connor's conversations? Sure. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when we were talking about the uh jerseys, and I said the Ducks would look better if the only the only gold on the jersey was the ducks logo itself and you said that would look even worse yes it reminds me it <laughs> it reminds me of the senators and every time i see the senators now i keep thinking of our conversation because the only gold on their jersey is their logo the rest of it is red oh black that's right yeah they got rid of the little uh oh that is right mm. i guess i never really mm. thought of that yeah maybe mm. just because black and red are like a little bit more i don't know a little bit more like we we have kind of like an unorthodox color combination, like yeah, black, orange, gold, and white. Like I don't know, it's a little bit weird instead of like mm -hmm. black, red, white, and gold. You know, so yeah. maybe maybe just with that combination, I think it's a more issue with the color palette than it really is yeah. with gold itself. I just don't. I think with our other colors, gold should just be kind of a side trim kind of color, like yeah. fairly very seldom used, but. Don't mind me. I just, I just That's remember right. things. That's my take. That's it's fine <laughs> if you disagree. Just remember you're wrong. <laughs> How else are we going to showcase that championship pedigree? Because you know, gold's the champ, the color of champions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, game we have been waiting to talk about. You sure. I mean, I kind of. I've been waiting to talk about it, but yeah, here we go. <laughs> I mean, even even without the elephant in the room, it was it was kind of an interesting game. The horse is here. I would say <laughs> <laughs> it was a game. <sighs> so the Ducks win in overtime, beating the Coyotes two to one, <laughs> and it was quite the game. And yeah. it was quite the game that I missed. You missed? The oh, you didn't thing? see any of it. I saw up until I was listening to the overtime on the way home oh, okay and then i saw the tweet that zegers scored they won mm -hmm. and i went home watched the highlights and i was like okay cool nothing happened you know 2-1 win and then i woke up to a bunch of shit <laughs> oh christ you woke up to that yeah um so <laughs> It wasn't so much Saturday that I saw everything because really all of the bullshit started happening Sunday. Mm -hmm. A Saturday there was kind of the oh there's like that like stink in the air of like you know there's people upset about the loss on the Coyote side of things and there's still Ducks fans from the night before like bagging on them or whatever and like that you know I scroll past that because Saturday is the busiest day I work. And I'm not on my phone very often, so yeah. I, I don't see all of that. And then Sunday, I saw the video of the whole Stetcher thing. And it was confusing because I didn't know the context. <laughs> and then to see um, the, uh, the detective work that was going on on Twitter and kind of piecing things together when you're half asleep, you're just like, just like, uh, okay like what the fuck like that doesn't look good yeah 
And then Sunday just completely took a nosedive into chaos. Yeah. Um, at first, seeing the clip, I 100% thought that's what he was saying. And for those that are listening and somehow have missed all of this, the yeah (laughs) you missed all this good for you um there was a scrum in what the second period yeah where Mm -hmm. zegris and henrik both cross-check barrett hayton and zegris gives them the extra stay down cross-check that is done thousands of times a season still unnecessary but yes it's done very unnecessary all the time uh cross checking is just a thing that happens almost every play um but yeah we'll move on <laughs> so it starts to scrum because of course you know angry hockey men are angry and you know yeah that happens and there's a big hole blue Zegris loses his helmet somehow. I still don't know how he lost his helmet and all of that, but I imagine <laughs> pulled off of him somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he was John at Stetcher, and you can very clearly say, see him say fuck off. I think mm-hmm. that's the one part that at least the amateur sleuths got right was he just <laughs> does tell him to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, again, very, very common for an NHL game. Uh there's definitely worse that is said. Um, and then, you know, for the, the the very great lip readers at home, it appears that Trevor Zegers mouths the words, is your dad up there watching? And for those yeah. that do not know the context that threw everybody into a frenzy, Troy Stetcher's dad did pass away three years ago, 2020. So, of course... The internet rolls with what random accounts are saying, and mm-hmm. myself included, because again, I I didn't know the context of things, and at a glance, when you like really look at you know the tiny little phone screen here, <laughs> you know, like it is very hard to see what is really being said, and yeah. there's no mics on any of the players, the cameras, you know, around the arena are not picking these things up, like. It essentially is like watching a clip on mute. Yeah. And Twitter was an absolute fucking mess on Sunday. <laughs> to say the very least. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have to spend too much time on it because at the end of the day, Stetcher confirmed that he didn't say anything about his dad. The NHL even further investigated everything because of course you know when shit like that happens like you want to hold your players accountable and stuff but it just was a very i guess i mean it's a shitty situation all around because on one hand of things it's obviously very immature of zegris to kind of start to scrum he's young you know i i I said it a couple times and it was kind of funny because the Coyotes fan that we were making fun of last night, you know, responded to me and was like, Oh, well, like, Oh, you're giving me a, you know, thanks for giving me the attention for it. And another guy was like, well, you didn't refute what he said. And I was like, well, cause I don't disagree with what the guy said. Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, like what's being brought up in that scenario is, you know, okay. A year ago when all this stuff happened in Arizona, he was talking about how it's gutless to cross check a guy while he's down. And then he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. But 
to take just what some random person said on Twitter and roll with it and try and uh, I can't even say assassinate someone's character, but like to just like kind of roll with it and be like, oh no, that's what he said. And then when it's proved wrong to have the same people like, oh, well, but it was this comment or it was that he said this, he said that Mm -hmm. the end of the day, I think he probably said something about a significant other. Yeah, because that's what everyone's jumping on now. Now that thing, it wasn't about his dad, they're like, "Well, Stetcher yeah. said that he was he he brought up his wife," and then people were saying, "Well, well Stetcher's not married," but then other people were like, "Well, they still say their wife sometimes." <laughs> I'm like, "What are we doing?" Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just kind of pulling shit out of thin air. And again, admittedly, yeah. like I kind of like looking at it from a glance when you don't know the context, it looks like he said it. And throughout the day, yeah. I was just kind of like, fuck, like, if and you really you, said that, like, when, yeah. And when you read that stuff on Twitter and then you watch it, you're going to see that being said because that's now in your head. You got to, I hate that I didn't see it like fresh. You know what I mean? I saw it after all the comments. Um, well, I mean, I saw it happen live, but I wasn't watching his lips or anything. It, I mean, they, they, they yell at each other all game and Zegers is always tripping somebody. He talks so much, but, um, but yeah, I kind of wish I saw it with like a fresh look on it because after seeing all the stuff on Twitter, you kind of do see that if you read his lips and you, you think he said that, but um, like, uh, like Sean said, Stetcher, I don't think it was Stetcher that said it. It was the coyotes. I think Stetcher wouldn't comment on it. They said he wouldn't comment. Yeah. To clarify, they said he wouldn't comment, but the team's PR came out and said that, you know, they had confirmed it. Craig Morgan tweeted about it. Yeah. And I mean, that's a whole another thing entirely because of Marshan jumping in randomly. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that kind of got tossed around like amongst our group chat and, you know, with everybody on both sides of things was if it was something that serious, you would have thought that someone would have said something. In the third period, somebody would have came after him. You would have. Th- yeah, you would have thought. Yeah, the game. Uh, the game largely was settled down by then. It's just it. It's a weird scenario because it it's so blown out of proportion for something that probably was disrespectful. Because yeah. you know the whole point of chirping is to kind of be disrespectful. Yeah, I'm um, not gonna say that his you know he ties his skates nice. Yeah, you know, like Ryan had tweeted and said, you know, like for those people that think that chirping is just saying, Oh, your hair looks stupid. Like you're very (laughs) in the dark about the shit that people pull out to insult you. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been told I'm fat and I look stupid because my hair being long, but at the end of the day, like I also kind of realize that this is just some Yahoo that's also playing, you know, Wednesday night adult league with me. So like, (laughs) why should I give a shit what he has to say? Yeah. But it's never is it's never anything of like oh like yeah you know nice blonde hair dumbass like yeah yeah because I mean everyone knows there's a line that you shouldn't cross exactly um, and, and apparently Zegers did we don't know what he said still but apparently he crossed the line for Stetcher to get that upset um but now people clinging on to something else about his about Stetcher's wife that he's not even married to um I'm not really sure. Where to go from there? I just feel like, you know, we can kind of, until we find out, there's nothing else we can really say about it. Because everything that's been rumored has been, you know, 
either wrong or just wildly incorrect. Yeah, like, like far off. But um, I don't know. I like like <laughs> I tw- like I tweeted. Zegris is probably uh, he's probably gonna have to fight at some point. Uh, doesn't matter what he said. I I didn't assume that he said anything. I I knew that he said something that crossed the line. That that's what that's what was brought up. And I feel like how much he talks throughout the game, every single night, he's always chirping. At some point, he's going to have to fight. He's well, just going to have to. That's kind of the reality of his play style. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's something that as long as it's not, I'll say this, like, if you're a Ducks fan right now, you should expect something shitty to happen in the Coyotes game. Yeah, because the next time they play, there's going to be so much there's going to be so much story. I wouldn't so much say on the line, but like there's going to be so much that's happened in the last two seasons that it's naturally going to fuel this last game they play. You know, not saying that a coyote is going to take a run at them. You know, if it happens, yeah, that just goes to show that, you know, (laughs) obviously there is some bad blood, but like, yeah. I think the big thing is he's going to get to that point where it's going to stop. Like there's not going to be anybody to stand in the way. And the more everybody kind of realizes that's going to be a possibility, you know, not sooner rather than later, but you know, it's not like, Oh, he's going to always have someone to step in for him because that's not how hockey works. Like we talk about how the era of fighting has kind of, slowly drawn to a close and you don't see those guys that are out there just to go punch somebody anymore (laughs) outside of you know the few that are still in the league you know it just it it's another step in that direction of okay if you're gonna lip off like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put out at some point at some point yeah it sucks because you don't want your star player that's (laughs) you know closing in on a 60 70 point season to have to drop the gloves just because he insulted the other guy, but that's how hockey works. You know, you cross the line and you have to, you have to pay for it. And it's stupid. I don't want it to happen, but it's just the reality of this dumb sport we call hockey, you know? Yeah. I don't think any of us wants Egress fighting. He'd be probably ragdolled into the stance. Like he's so like, I feel like he weighs nothing, but um, I I was going to say, I was going to say, like, the weird thing is, is that a lot of Coyotes fans have been, like, comparing this to last year <laughs> with Jay Beagle just pounding Troy Terry's face in when he didn't even, like, have his gloves off yet. <laughs> so I just, yeah. I, I thought that was funny because it's like, how how the hell are you comparing those two things? Like, and, like, one big thing that this has shown, at least to me and possibly Ducks fans, like all Ducks fans, is that. Zegris has so many people that hate him and they are just waiting. They are literally sitting there waiting to pounce on something to make him look like this terrible person. And it's actually pretty remarkable. Like (laughs) it's crazy. The length some people will go to make this guy seem, and I'm not, I don't know him personally. I don't know how he is, but he has given nothing to like hate this guy personally yet. So I, you know, people just trying to dig up stuff is just, it's just, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) Keyword that is, that is that is that is a good point, Chris. And I I know I told you guys I wasn't I wasn't going to chime in, but um, you know you kind of touched on it, Chris. Good segue. You know this is this entire situation is just a prime example of 
how there's so many people in, in especially today's climate and especially in today's online climate that are just so willing to jump all over somebody who's as young as 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, mm-hmm. ruin their reputation, smear their name purely because they already don't like them um, and are willing to do that when presented with virtually zero or little or little evidence. Mm-hmm. Um I know that most of our listeners are probably going to be Ducks fans, and I would imagine that not a lot of Ducks fans were the ones that were, you know, kind of buying into the into the hive mind of the of the lip readers and everything like that. So, but I mean, if anybody, you know, was partaking in that that did happen to be listening, you know, I hope I hope I'm kind of I'm kind of you know reaching out and touching you here just because, um, you know, it's it's damaging like unfortunately a lot of the damage for zegras has been done in a lot of people's minds already even though it's already been confirmed that that didn't happen like unfortunately people are just going to be so close-minded and so just unwilling to admit that they were wrong whatever it may be that they're just now going to forever just Mm -hmm. believe that trevor zegras did say it just because they bought into the to the you know everybody wants to be a fucking detective everybody wants to be a fucking online lip reader everybody wants to solve every case while having no skills to do so um and no and no you know no means to pull that off it's incredibly damaging and it's unfair to zegras and it's also unfair to a lot of other people in that situation um you know i think i think i can speak a little bit to that just you know given that i'm somebody who also just recently lost my dad and i know that um you know even for me who was not even a party involved in that situation with Zegers and Stetcher. Having to sift through all of that bullshit on Sunday was tough. And it was hard. Yeah. So I want everybody to keep that in mind and think about Troy Stetcher. And maybe what he's he has had to endure from Sunday until now. Yeah. You know, he probably, I mean, we have no reason to believe that Trevor Zegers mentioned his dad. That's been confirmed and denied by, by or I'm sorry, it's, it's been denied and it's been confirmed that he has not said that by multiple sources. Now we have no reason to believe yeah. we have no reason to believe that he said it. So imagine you're Troy Stetcher and you're hearing, and it's just, you're, I'm, I'm imagining he's online in some way, shape or form. He's just now suddenly seeing his dad being brought up in a light that is completely negative not in a negative light about his dad but the situation his dad is being brought up in is completely negative like i can yeah. only imagine how stressful and how taxing and how emotionally exhausting that could have been for him and it was all yeah. because everybody wants yeah. to be a goddamn detective in this day and age everybody is so quick to want i don't want to say the word cancel but i guess i'll use it for lack of a better term everybody is so quick to want to cancel somebody and so quick to want to ruin somebody's life all because that they think that they're the superior being or that they want to you know it's just whatever it is just you know be a problem solver be, yeah. be a white knight or whatever um yeah so just you know just something to keep in mind i mean it's it's I feel like dangerous could maybe be a better word but or, or could be a good word so we'll go with that but yeah i mean i mean that's just it's dangerous stuff to do because you're, you're you're fucking with people's reputations who don't who don't deserve it and you're fucking with people's mental states who don't who don't deserve to be thrown into that so um yeah it's it's a it's a shitty situation all around i mean of course we're all glad that it came out that that's not what zegra said if zegra's had said that i mean i mean 
rightfully all of our thoughts would have been totally different. One yeah, of, this whole conversation would be a diff- would a be different. Completely different conversation. Um but yeah, I mean I mean like I said, I know I said I didn't uh I didn't really want to chime in, but just kind of hearing <laughs> you hearing you guys kind of go back and forth. Just yeah, wanted, you're good. Wanting to get my two cents out there. I so. wanted to get um so empty net poppy, our guy Max, he said thoughts on Rico's and McTavish's facial expression uh in that clip and i want to say that those facial expressions happened before zegra started yelling whatever he was yelling that crossed the line yeah that's yeah a, that's a i think yeah, that the was whole henrique's facial expression thing that whole thing's been a move yeah in the beginning because yeah that is shown before the alleged clip <clears throat> so yeah i mean i mean that was never point. i think they're just watching a little scrum get broken up and that's really all yeah so yeah yeah and stetcher like uh like our buddy here said, Setcher has every right to lose his shit. I mean, that's that's fine. Like, like if, like, like we said, we don't know what Zira said. It was clearly, it, cr- it clearly crossed the line. And I mean, I'm not upset about anything that happened after. You know what I mean? Uh, I was very shocked that Zegras wasn't like hunted in the third period, but that made all, this whole thing even more confusing, as we already talked about. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. right, yeah, because I mean, I, I I was at the game. And so I was, I mean, I mean, I obviously at that time, we had not known any of the, known any of the speculation and, and it hadn't blown up like it did yet. All we knew was that obviously Trevor Zegers or something happened where it really pissed off the Coyotes, like to a point where guys were screaming at him. So in my head, while I'm at the game, I'm like, oh, Zegers might get touched up a little bit here when he, after he, after he serves his 10 and two. So after he comes out in the third period from serving his 10 and two, like I'm every time he's on the ice, I'm watching him like a hawk. Cause I'm like, Oh, what's going to happen? Like, Oh boy. Like, is this going to be Terry 2.0, whatever. Yeah. Nobody acknowledged him the rest of the game. Yeah. Zegers and Stetcher were on the ice and near each other multiple times the rest of that night. <laughs> yeah. Nobody touched him. Probably still yelling at each other. Yeah. Could have been. I just, it literally looked like they were ignoring each other the entire period. Yeah. Like it, it just, and for everybody that's like, oh, well, uh, maybe the coach told them to not engage. Bullshit. If he actually said something like that, and and I... Yes, yeah, since when he, did that change? If he, players if, he, like, nah. if, if Trevor Zegers had actually said something like that, and I found out about that as the opposing coach, that a player, that that an opposing player said that's one of my guys, I'm not telling them, oh, well, we can still win this game. Maybe don't touch him. No, I'm telling them to go fucking kick the shit out of that guy. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no... Yeah. No bare bones about it there. Like, yeah, like, just so, yeah, I don't. And I then don't how, uh, how everything played out and how poetic it, it was that Zegris got the game winner. Yeah, only, 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 only right. <laughs> that was sick, yeah. too. Oh my God. This kid, anyway, this kid, uh, this kid writes his own scripts. It why like does that. it have to be the Coyotes, though? Do they understand what they're doing to my relationship? I think all we know, <laughs> all we know is that Trevor Zegris is the main character. Yes. The, the yep. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I know Jake kind of briefly touched on it. For everybody that's now kind of like, now they're like, oh, well, he didn't say something about his dad, but he had to have said something about his wife or his girlfriend or his fiance or his sister. Yeah. It's like, give me a fucking break. That is yeah. not the same thing. Or his the brother's wife, girlfriend's the wife, cousin. The wife, fiance, girlfriend, sister. Chir- <laughs> those are chirps as old as time. Like, yeah. if you think that that's not said all the fucking time, like, I don't think you're ready to hear what's... Said yeah. On the field in professional sports. Yeah. If you're yeah. ready, if you're ready to you lose are. respect for yeah. a player, 
because of trash talk and cross checks. You're not yeah. going to like anybody in the league. I can promise you that. <laughs> like there's now, no one like left. Jake said, NHL chirping is not just that clip of Matt Martin telling Drew Miller to go dye his hair. Yeah. Like, and you not, know, if, if no, it ever comes way, out, uh, it's way, know, way worse than that. Like, yeah. If it, if it ever comes it out is. what Zegras said and it's really bad, then yeah, we'll, we'll regather right. on this. But for now, <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong going on yeah. here and so they thought it was egregious enough i don't like the coyotes yeah, were the first ones to report it and the first ones to deny it. the coyotes have yeah. no have no reason to protect trevor's egress or protect his name to completely absolve him of it yeah, yeah like it's just if anything they're, they're they're gonna protect their own guy and if i don't know why they wouldn't come out and say um you know kind of do like the new york rangers tom wilson thing and stick up for their guy you know yeah but so yeah, I, yeah. The NHL investigated. Yeah. At the end of the day, this whole thing is a nothing burger. Yeah, it yeah. is. Probably said a nasty chirp, and you know, it's a competitive atmosphere, and and some guy set it up. So, yeah. So we'll end that there because Ducks I mean, win. the Ducks won the game. Like we said, Seagers with the winner. Yeah. And you know. Props to, props to to Gibby for making the save he did to keep that game alive because that that kind of is overshadowed yeah, that, by everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that won him the game, I think. I mean, he also was the one that sprung the outlet pass up the ice to get them into the Coyote zone. So you know, pro- props to Gibby. Did he get yeah. an assist on that? I don't think they gave him one. He gets the assist in our heart. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yep. He has no idea we even exist, but it's an assist <laughs> in our heart. So John, John Klingberg, two, John Klingberg, two primary assists on both goals. That little drop Sorry, pass. A primary, a primary assist on both goals. So two yeah. primary assists is what I meant. But yeah, I I gotta say I hate the puck tracker thing. I thought that he like stick handled through like a broken stick to get that past his eagerness. Oh yeah. But no, it was just the little fucking puck yeah, tracker mark trail. i was like god damn it <laughs> uh to end all of this to wrap it up i am living for the ducks being in their team rocket era and being the bumbling idiots that somehow piss everybody off but you know <laughs> that's why we love them <laughs> sure is so uh connor needs to rejoin real fast so we all wait um but when he comes back, um, we'll do three stars of the week because we actually have players, I think, worth uh, naming stars. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, well, I guess we were going to talk about the uh, women's night. Oh, yeah, true. I, I forgot about that good catch. Sports night. Yeah. It's, it seems like it was a very successful night. I mean, not only did the panel have, you know, great guests and stuff. Um mm-hmm. But just the whole night in general, you know, it seemed like everything they did with having Alexis Downey on the bench. I mean, I've always been a fan of Ali Lozoff since she's joined the broadcast. But like every good. everything about the night seemed to to really be a resounding success, which you know, it's what we want from this team. We want to kind of progress and you know do these kinds of things and lead the charge in a league that is. I wouldn't say against doing things like this, but you know, 
it's not very often you see a women in sports night and it be well received by your fans so props to the uh props to the ducks for you know hosting a really good night yep so while we wait for chris to unfreeze now that you're back connor oh did chris, um, did chris oh. lag out too i guess so yeah <laughs> oh, all right okay <laughs> welcome back i think i think he did the hey, same at least it's not this episode. yeah yeah that's true We'll get started uh, naming our three stars. Three stars you what I just said? Yes, sir. Yeah, three stars. Yeah. So hmm. this is kind of this is kind of a tough week. I'll get. I'll. I'll. I'll think. Yeah. Hmm. It's tough. You know what? I'll give. I'll give my third star to 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 John Klingberg. Uh, I'll give my second star to Mister Frank Vitrano. Um, just for you know, kind of, kind of getting himself back on the, back on the, uh, back on the scoring wagon, and then I'll give I'll just because he played he played two lights out games in a row, um, and and he was a huge reason that that we won these past two games. I'll get I'll give I'll give my first start to John Gibson. Go ahead, Lou. Uh, third start probably say Frank Toronto. I think that's the first time I've ever said his name. Um. Second star, probably Trevor Zegers. And then, yeah, definitely first star, John Gibson. He's been pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to go off the cuff a little bit and say uh, I'm actually going to give John Klingberg a star. He's going to be go. my third star this week. There you go. Uh, say, I'm going to say Z at two. Just because the boy keeps scoring and yeah, can't shy away from a OT winner against a team that apparently hates us all of a sudden. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh but I'm oh god. Oh boy. Pause for technical difficulties, everybody. We apologize. <laughs> this will all this will all be sorted in like a week and a half when Jake has moved into a when Jake has moved into his new spot. So please give us a second here. Oh, okay. There's Chris. All right, we'll just all right. We'll get we'll get Chris back. And then we'll, and then we'll kick right off because we were we were going straight into his ad read. Oh, the... oh, I was gonna say we came back at the same time. Okay, there's Jake. Say <laughs> <laughs> so the internet's hey, taking us all there's out tonight. <laughs> Holy hell! All right, don't worry, I got kicked out too. <laughs> <laughs> The Coyotes fans, man. Garrett, uh, Garrett says he only has one star and it's Zegris. Talk such good shit that a vet, <laughs> lo- that a vet lost his mind. <laughs> Threw a tantrum, then beat him in overtime. That's called an alpha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's called an alpha. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, yeah. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give Zegris one of my stars. I'll kick, I'll kick Klingberg out. 
You want to give your three, Chris, since uh, uh, I'll give Klingberg, <laughs> Klingberg the third star. Um, Zegris, no, Zegris two, Gibson one. Hey, we had the same one. Did we? Yeah. Oh my god, we're so cute. We're very cute. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap, Lois. I think for the first time in a uh, lap history, we're not going to have a lame duck of the week because honestly, I can't think of anyone that did anything bad. Because hmm. I mean, I can't even really say Simon Denois either. Well, I mean, I mean, should we should we do an honorary like nobody gets the lame duck just because I'm not sure if we'll even get another three game win streak this year. So we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll <laughs> toast it. Uh, to it works. Now. We'll toast it to the fellas, I guess. First time yeah. in lap history, nobody's got lame duck of the. There we go. Hey, milestone. <laughs> Two milestone episodes in a row. Episode 30, and then the first episode with no lame duck. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Well, we do have the all star game coming up, but, uh, you know, we won't see the Ducks back until they play Dallas and Chicago, and then they are back home hosting the Penguins. So, everyone get ready for the Ricard Raquel revenge game at home. But, uh, takes us in. You want to do our ads, Chris? Oh, yeah. Uh, Connor, did you want to do the, the 714 one? I'll, I'll lead you into that one. Oh, shit. Let me. I apologize. I did not know. Oh, you have you have plenty of time. I'll read the ESPN one first. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So if you'd like to continue to support us here at LAP, our network inside the rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN Plus with. Visit insidetherink.com slash ESPN and sign up today. Signing up with the link helps not only us, but also the network hosting us. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, we got a decent amount of podcasts. We're bringing on a lot of writers. This 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 network is growing like crazy. Um, so if you'd like to, you know, help us out a little bit, sign up for ESPN Plus through that link, insidetherink.com slash ESPN. And I'm pretty sure we have a pretty, like, nice spot to get tickets, don't we? We do, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. We mentioned it a couple times on uh, on the last episode or two, but yeah, if you've uh, been living under a rock the last two weeks, uh, we have also partnered with uh, our good buddy Seven One Four Tickets. Um, if you're an Anaheim sports fan, or you know, just an Orange County sports fan in general, you should you should know who they are. Pretty uh, pretty household name. Um, yeah, so we partnered with Seven One Four Tickets to get you, our fans. Uh, deals on tickets for any event that you plan on attending, whether that's a Ducks game, whether that's um, an Angels baseball game coming up. I know uh, pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training here in just a few weeks. Uh, so baseball season on the horizon. Still got a little bit under half of the hockey season left. We got some concerts coming up. You know, it's going to be springtime, summer, so concert season in Orange County is uh, mm -hmm. going to be underway before before we know it. So, yeah, if you, uh, if you are a loved one or a friend or whoever um, – are looking to attend any uh, any sporting or concert event here in the near future, be sure to go check out our friend 714 Tickets and make sure you use the code LAP, that is code L-A-P, at checkout for 10% off of your order. Yeah, Ducks, uh, like like uh, Jake was saying, Penguins, next home game. It's a Friday night, the return of Raquel. Ooh. I kind of want to go to that game, but I yeah. also don't want to be surrounded by Penguins fans. So. <laughs> Friday we'll night see. game too, and I will say, hey, before before we transition into uh, the NHL news, 
more Saturday night home games, please. That crowd right? for the Coyotes Ducks game when we're both dog shit was awesome. Yeah, Saturday, that was pretty full, man. Saturday nights are so much better than Sundays. Yeah. The last thing yeah. I want to do when I'm when I'm like <laughs> dreading the Monday workday is lug myself off to Honda Center at 6 p.m. <laughs> the Sunday scaries in 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 full flight. Yeah. So more 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 Saturday games. I don't I don't care if the Kings also play on Saturday. Who cares? Yeah, who cares about them anyway? I, I don't think we have anybody that even cares about them or likes I them. Am, There's nobody we know. I am pounding the table for more Saturday home games. No more 7.30 starts, though. 7.30 starts. Oh, yeah, you upset Lou, by the way. I don't mind if they're on the weekend. Like, if they're on the weekend, whatever. But, yeah, like, the midweek. Yeah, sometimes there's that Wednesday night 7.30 game. It's weird. Because the game didn't end until 10.30 last on Saturday. Like, if it's it's a Friday night to a Saturday morning or a Saturday into a a Sunday morning, like, if it's a 7.30, that's fine. But, like, a Wednesday game at 7.30, like, you know. I didn't yep. know Ryan was in the chat. He just said K. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, Mr. Mouse. I want to give a little shout out to uh um Too Many Men podcast with Sarah Sivian. If you guys know them, I got the nice hoodie on tonight. Wow. Yeah, check that out, man. It's great. It's very comfortable. You should go get it if you don't have it. Just throwing that out there. Too many men. Go listen. They don't need us to say that. They're much bigger than us. They're more important. Too much man. Too and there's, much and, and, man. And there goes Jake. Do 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 do. All right, Jake said BRB. He's gonna go check on something. So, uh, <laughs> well, we had a we had a trade. Kind of pop up out of nowhere. Finally, got some yeah. Spice. Finally, we get some we get some news. We get some uh, get some uh, some movement around the league. One of the one of the big ticket names that had been rumored. I wasn't I wasn't expecting him to be moved. I think this soon to the de- this close to the deadline. It, I definitely was not. It caught me off guard. But yeah, folks, Bo Horvat is a New York Islander, and like it really caught me off guard because I I just I think I had just gotten back from from taking a walk on my lunch break and like I literally pull out my phone and I I get the Frank Zarafa I get the Frank Saravalli like tweet notification and yeah. it just says Bo Horvat is a New York Islander. I'm like I literally out loud said what the fuck? And I click on it and I was like oh yeah this literally just happened. So yeah for those who missed the trade um the Canucks traded Bo Horvat um to the Islanders um and the Islanders sent back Anthony uh, uh, forward Anthony Bolivier um Prospect Aturatu um, and a conditional 2023 first round pick that is top 12 protected in this draft. Yeah. And if not, it <laughs> rolls. If not, it rolls over to to 2024. Yeah. So we can all kind of give our quick thoughts on it, but to me, this tr- this trade just doesn't make any fucking sense. The only part of it that makes sense is trading Bo Horvat. Yeah. The two teams involved don't make any sense. <laughs> I, mean, I guess the Canucks makes sense because they have to trade Horvat, but I mean, yeah, the combination makes no sense. The I, these are two teams that are not making the playoffs. The Canucks are a team that's trying to, you know, shed some of its higher end players. They're clearly looking to strip it down and rebuild. Um, you know, they clearly don't. They clearly did not see Bo Horvat as one of their uh, as one of their core members. It even came out today that, that the Canucks identify their core as Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes, and Andre Kuzmenko. So Horvat was clearly not in the long-term plans. Um, 
but yeah, it just it it it's just so weird to me. The top twelve protection on a first, the the not super exciting return for a player of Horvat's caliber. Yeah, the, the fact that neither <laughs> of them are making the playoffs. So like, why are the Islanders trading for an asset like Bo Horvat? Like, I just mm-hmm. it, it boggled my mind. Yeah, it's very weird. I really wanted to know what you thought, just because the Islanders are kind of your, you know, your side, your side, side piece. Ho team. Yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of <laughs> weird that like, but like, well, I mean, the Ducks are always my team, but I've said yeah. it on the pod that like the Islanders are kind of like a little like a team that I, I like to cheer for on the side. Yeah. So it's kind of weird when both of my teams are like not great. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I kind of lose a little bit of interest in the Islanders. So I don't know like fully what's going on over there. But yeah, it's like me with the I mean, Sabres. It's weird. So I totally yeah, understand. It's, yeah, it's just it's uh it was just a very interesting trade. I still I still cannot find a great explanation for it. I'm I like him as an Islander. The Islanders are two points out of a playoff spot. Oh. oh. Are they that close? Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, two points out of the last points. For some reason, I thought I thought they were a little, um, a little uh, lower in the standings. But their only problem is that they've played three more games than the Penguins, who are the second wild card team. So. Oh yeah, so they don't they don't have the games in hand. No. I don't think they're, they're one point in. behind Buffalo, and they they've played three more games than Buffalo. Yeah, that was our next thing. We were going to go over NHL standings. And the the East, I mean, it's kind of clear cut. But the West is very tight. The West is wide open. Yeah, wild, wild wild open. Um, But yeah, if the season ended today, the East would, uh, the playoff matchups would be the Bruins and Penguins. Hurricanes, Capitals, Leafs, Lightning, Devils, Rangers. Devils, Rangers would be an absolute blast. That'd be sick. Yeah. And then in the West, uh, it would be the Stars taking on the Avalanche. That would be interesting. And Kraken winning the division and playing the Oilers in the first round. And then Jets, Wild, Kings, and Knights. Kraken, Oilers? Kraken Oilers, yeah. Kraken Oilers, Jet, ooh, Jets, what, ooh. And then Knights, Kings, ooh, ugh, ugh, I like those matchups. Who, Knights, what's, Kings. What's, what's the fourth matchup? Uh, Which West. one didn't I say? Did you hear J- Stars Wild. Avalanche? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I was responding to somebody in the chat, so I must have oh. tuned out. But honestly, those are four <laughs> fun matchups in the West. Yeah. And last time the Kings and Knights played, uh, I think our Kings friends know what happened. We don't have to repeat it. Don't want to hurt their feelings or anything. Los Angeles Kings. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> we can't talk too much because we got swept the same year, but what can you no, do? No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't care>. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we shouldn't have made the we shouldn't have made the playoffs that year. We so it's yeah, we okay. Shouldn't. That should have been year one of the rebuild, but anyway. <laughs> You're preaching. Been, You're preaching to the choir, my friend. <laughs> been exhausted anyway but <laughs> oh by the way uh boho wearing number 14 in new york yeah it looks lou lou lamorello is a weirdo yeah all lou lamorello's rules like no jewelry no long hair you can't wear a number or you have to wear a number below 40 always have to wear a shirt and tie like no 
no team reporters on the team plan. It's just, it's just, it's always been ridiculous. Like I would not like if you, if you make it to the NHL, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Trip out. Let's just that's let's relax with the dress code. You know. Do you think he is George Steinbrenner or something? <laughs> who's who's watching the Sabres Hurricanes with me on TNT tomorrow? What time's up? Four thirty for for you people. Oh, by the way, NHL master NHL scheduling master. Oh yeah, I think both. I think the two two the two games tomorrow, which are the last two games before the break, are on at the exact same time. Yeah, Bruins Leafs. Uh, well, it's five thirty for me, and then Hurricane Sabers five thirty. It's just it's stupid. That's like today. There were three games, and I think they were all at five o'clock. They all played at the same time. It's the dumbest thing. So before we move on. The Ducks are thirtieth in the in the league right now, but we still have the highest. By the way, by the way, by the uh, way, Garrett. By the way, Garrett says, "Cut your hair, hippies." This is New York. <laughs> he also he also says, "I'm looking at you, Jake. When you get that ten years, four hundred forty million, you better tighten it up." <laughs> I'd show up looking straight up homeless, dude. I don't care. In my in my pajamas. No oh, man. Showing up in joggers. <laughs> Yeah, we're sitting 30th in the league with negative 80 goal differential. That's pretty hot, man. Gotta gotta love these ducks. Flirting, flirting with 100. <laughs> and our our sec our second game back from the break is against one Chicago Blackhawks. So we get we get a we get a Bedard Bowl matchup right away. That's my birthday, man. I gotta watch them play in Chicago on my birthday. That's stupid. Another must lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they haven't done it right. They beat but Columbus. Hey, they beat yeah. Arizona. Like, no, come on. <laughs> I'm just glad uh, we beat Arizona in overtime, so they at least got a point. Columbus did get an OT point tonight, though. So they did. Well, uh, Have you looked at the, the the schedule for February? It's pretty bad. They're yeah, not going to win many games on February. Yeah, that middle of February trip where it's, it's like, like Florida, Tampa, Washington, Carolina. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my god! I can't wait to take my my wonderful saber parents to Honda Center to watch us get taged. Taged, and I'm just gonna be sitting there, just not moving, and they're gonna be cheering. I might leave. <laughs> Bent over by Dallas again, right <laughs> off the break. Is this gonna be another Ducks comeback from the All Star break? And just, I mean, you, you can't really get any worse than we really have been. But is are we yeah. like are we just gonna get completely off the rails? Maybe back on the rails and then back off. Trade deadline. <laughs> trade deadline's March third, correct? Yeah. Oh, this team post trade deadline, if executed properly, a we tanker, play. We a play tanker's home. delight. We play at home that that day as well against Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. spicy. It's a Friday night. I like that the deadline's on a Friday. Oh, Cole Caulfield is just going to switch locker rooms. That's crazy. <laughs> right, Felix. Right. Right. We don't care if he's injured. That's, he's coming over. That's the that's that's the uh, thank you, daddy game because it's Dadanov's first game in Anaheim. Oh, that's, oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you guys got to take signs down. Ten bucks to anybody who brings a sign to warm ups for that game and goes and stands in the Canadians end and brings signs that says "Thank you, Evgeny." Yeah. Forever in our our hearts. And then find Lou. He'll buy you a beer if you're of age. Forever a duck. (laughs) 
<laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. I, They're I, buying I, folks beverages. The yeah, first okay. two people, the first two people to to bring in a sign and also find Lou in the arena, will get a beer. There's the there's the episode title: Drinks on Lou. Drinks on Lou. <laughs> oh, it, it works for the Horvat trade, and then and then Lou. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I said drinks on Lou. That'd be Tyler right there. <laughs> Bingo. You want to read us uh, our hockey three six five topic of the week, Chris? All right. Yeah. Uh, so from our good friend at Hockey Daily three six five, make sure you're following him on Twitter. His Twitter's blowing up as it should. Lots of highlights. Lots of fun. He's a, he's a good dude, so go support him. He said, you have the opportunity to steal any coach from across the league to take over as Ducks head coach. Who do you choose and why? John Cooper. John Cooper is an easy, yeah, that's an yep. easy one. John Cooper. Or Mike why? Sullivan. Why? Because he knows how to coach. <laughs> and he has, he has cups to show for it. He knows how to get the best out of his players. And I'm not saying Dallas Aikens doesn't. I, I feel like the players play for him, play for Dallas. I, I do feel like they like him. But there's just, there's no structure there. John Cooper has structure, wonderful structure. Give me, give me Coop. Sexy I take, structure. I take, I take Jared Bednar. I take Mike Sullivan. I take, yeah. Would you take Lindy Ruff? <laughs> I, I I continue to forget he's still coaching. He was a Sabres coach when I was like ten. Like, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, shit, he's been around forever, right? Eh? Um, forever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would, but yeah. No. Yeah, John Cooper, for sure. You agree, with Mike Sullivan? Oh, Mike Sullivan from the Lou. I wouldn't. Yeah, on Bruce I, mean, I mean, I mean, winners pedigree. Um, yep. a, a modern approach to the game. Um, knows how to get <laughs> knows how to get knows how to get the look at the chat, please. Mike Sosha. <laughs> yeah, no, Cooper. I mean, knows how to get the best of his players. Modern approach to the game. He's got a winner's pedigree. Um, guys love playing for him. I really think he's kind of the he's kind of the whole package. Yeah. So maybe the, like, maybe the Bolts win a cup this year. He wins his third, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm going to go on to other pastures and comes yeah. and coaches us. That'd be fun." Peace out, going to Orange County, and I'm not talking about the one in Florida. <laughs> so I want to go coach Connor Bedard, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go off the board and say Sheldon Keefe. Okay. Okay, spicy. Have him bring Austin with him. Please. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan says anybody but Willie David. <laughs> <laughs> Joe well, Mary. you guys are gonna, ha- you guys are gonna have to read the questions because I'm fading oh. slowly. He's passing. All right. Actually, we didn't go over the LAP game of the week. We can do that really quick because I doubt Lou watched. Absolutely not. No. Nope. Well, luckily I took a little. I took some notes. So the Hurricanes beat the Bruins 4-1. That was the Bruins' third straight regulation loss, right? Or just third straight loss in general, I think, which is nuts. That was the first time this season they've lost three in a row, and that just blows my mind because of the team that we watch on a nightly basis. But anyway, um, (laughs) it was a good game from the Hurricanes. Uh, I love watching the Hurricanes play. 
they're a lot of fun. Um, it's sad about like Pacioretty though. He like re-injured himself and he just came back and they're having issues with Freddie Anderson and goal and staying healthy, but he was in, um, he's getting some dubs now. So that's nice to see the three stars of that game. Uh, Aho was the third star. He had one goal on four shots. Speaking of Anderson, he was a second star with his win and 24 saves on 25 shots. And then Seth Jarvis was the first star with one goal on two shots. But yeah, I kind of hope we get that matchup in the playoffs at some point. Be pretty Curry good. Bruins. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, now we can move on to the questions if you want. And Connor is muted, I believe. I thought you were lagging for for a second. Can I can I can I call my shot? Can I call my shot since there's no lap game of the week? Yeah. William Nylander, all-star MVP. Willie Nylander. Making the call. That is actually gonna be I'm right. Go back and clip this, Chris, and post it on the account. Okay. I was gonna say this week's LAP game of the week will just be the all-star game. But do we want to make it the all-star game or the skills competition? Because I don't even know if I'm going to watch the game, to be honest with you. Eh. Yeah. Mm. yeah, skills. Why not? Skills? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. I might watch that, actually. You got to watch the skills competition. Yeah. yeah, They're doing stuff on the beach. I don't know. They're doing a lot of weird stuff this year. Like, Well, Vegas was cool last year when they were like in the Bellagio fountain and stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But anywho, could have been better. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, um, from our pals that are also a podcast over on Inside the Rink, the New York Pangers pod asked if after all you had to deal with to tank this year, only just to go on a winning streak at the end and get the tenth pick, do you guys like start a riot? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like. No jokes aside, yeah, I'd be a little annoyed. I would, I would be, yeah, I'd be I, I might drive out there and like help you burn things. I don't know. Like, it wouldn't be like where I'm like crying, it would like, or like whining on Twitter. It would, it would just be frustration. Like, why I won't would lie. go through to win, like, to go on this random winning streak in the last two weeks, like, for nothing? Yeah, I won't lie. I it's, might cry. There might be a tear or two. I'd be, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, very annoyed. Yeah, Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Jake, whatever we starting stuff on fire. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say that. But yeah, I we're not for gonna... sure. Would be annoyed. Yeah, we're not going to commit arson. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, hey, I mean, crazier shit's happened. But yeah, you know. All right, from our friend Haley from uh, What the Chell. Oh, we have a question from both What the Chell girls, don't we? Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. All right. All right. Wow. And Haley. Okay, this one's from Haley. So make sure you go check out what the shell they just uh dropped an episode today, brand new episode. So check them out. Shout out to them. Uh Haley asks, if we were in the NHL, what teams would be on our no trade list? Ooh. I feel I feel like we should all have to put like the same amount. You want to do five? Yeah, four or five. Okay. Okay. I one that would be on my list would be Columbus. I just like no <laughs> no no disrespect to like any any Blue Jackets listeners or Blue Jackets podcasts. I just I don't know. I I don't know. 
I just feel like it'd be boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's tough. I love the city, but I just, I, I, I really am not a fan of the situation. So right now, like I'm assuming this is taking in the current climate of the league into account. Yeah. So yeah. I'll go, I'll go Columbus and then I'll go Vancouver. Um, <laughs> like I said, love the city. I just, I just don't know if I could um, handle that. And then, sorry, Chris, but I, I, I might throw Arizona on there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just, well, it's not even like a, like a, I don't like the Coyotes. It's just like I, I, I'm not in love w- with the situation. It just seems like a little volatile. Yeah. You know. Um, you would love, uh, you would love uh, the college. That is yeah, area that's... though. Mill Avenue. I I feel like it would be yeah. a problem if you played here. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right now, as I'm drinking my non-alcoholic <laughs> beer, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably go Winnipeg. Um, yeah. Sorry, Cecilia, if you're listening. Um, sorry, not sorry. She, she actually probably agrees. She probably would. Uh, yeah. And then honestly, Edmonton, I just, I just heard it's hell. <laughs> I've heard it sucks. Um, Edmonton has a screaming room, so. Screaming room. <laughs> and then, I hope that still exists. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know where else I'd go. Uh, maybe. It's tough. I'm just, I think I'm just going to give four just because there's really four? only four where I'm like, yeah, I probably would not want to go there right now. Okay. I'm just, I'm not, coach, I'm just happy to play. <laughs> Jake, you want to try to squeeze out five quick? Yeah, just like yell them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to agree with Edmonton and Vancouver. Um, uh, so say the Islanders. Ooh, I don't know why. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to be an Islander. Yeah, Jake said it's um, Long Island. You're disgusting. Nash- Nashville's easy. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I I would 100% play Nashville. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's a great fucking city. I'm 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 100% playing in Nashville. Um, and a weird one, but I'd say no Minnesota either. No. Oh, that, that's an interesting mm-hmm. take. I don't know. It I just love seems Minnesota. very very cold. Yeah. I like the cold, but I'm leaving Winnipeg off the list, but I'm, <laughs> I'm fine going to Winnipeg, but Minnesota's too cold. <laughs> Minnesota's where I draw the line. Hey, we gotta have standards here. Yeah. How about you, Luis? What? If you're an NHL player with a five team no trade list. No, I you? heard the question. I'm just oh. wondering why you called me Luis. I don't know. I like it. Well, I, don't I don't like it. It's your Taco Tuesday nickname. Luis. Anyways. Okay. okay, I won't say anymore. You don't like it. I apologize. Go ahead, Luke. Anyways, um, definitely not Winnipeg. I am not living in Winnipeg. Just nope. No, thank you. Um, same with Montreal. Um, <laughs> no just, Winnipeg, no Montreal. Just looks too cold there. Um, not, I'm not going to Ohio, so no, yeah, no, no Columbus. Nobody wants to go to Ohio. You yeah. won't find Luis in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, you'll find him no, there. no, sir, Bob. <laughs> um, probably Vancouver because it's just a mess over there. 
Um, yeah. I'm gonna use that. Uh, you got one more. Um, either Washington or Edmonton. Wow, I'm actually surprised that you didn't pick Nashville. Yeah, I would probably too. enjoy living there, though. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't enjoy being on that team, but I would probably enjoy living there. Like, I'd suck it up. I'd have so much fun in that city. <laughs> I'm sure it's a great city, but they are on yeah. my list just because I don't want to wear yellow. Anyway, I'll choose a different one, you know, because I don't think that's that fair. But um, I'll no, say... No, 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 no. Keep, your, keep your list as is. It's your, it's your list. Um, I'll say Columbus as well, Winnipeg as well. I put Nashville or St. Louis. St. Louis is an underrated choice. I wouldn't want to be Bennington's teammate. Yeah, who want? Yeah, no. You you see Bennington, you demand a trade like immediately. I also Um, just kind of feel like they're in that weird like middle ground where like you don't really know if they're about to rebuild or not. Like if they're about to where the wild like always are. Yeah, like you never really know if they're there. So I feel like I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I'd want to be either in a situation where I'm like, okay, I know we're really young and we're bad, but we're going to be really good, or like (laughs) we're really good right now and I'm going to win right now. Yeah. Apparently, St. Louis has good pizza there. I doubt it. I am so a fan. Of, I am a big fan of St. Louis barbecue. When I was going to college in Kansas City, we'd we'd drive like two and a half hours to to St. Louis every now and then, and the oh, barbecue okay. there is very good. Oh, I'm sure. That, yeah, I always hear about the barbecue. It's pretty yeah. good. Do you have um, any other weird bagels? Oh God, no. So that like became a thing like after I left the Midwest for college. Like, <laughs> I I legitimately never. Never saw that anywhere. I mean, we maybe, oh, I mean, okay. I was there for two years. We maybe went to St. Louis like four or five times, but um, yeah, it was, yeah, I never saw those weird bagels. But, um, so Columbus, Winnipeg, Nashville, or St. Louis, um, you can combine those two. I don't care. And then Calgary and Edmonton. Okay. Okay. Edmonton just seems like a sad place. And they have like two of the best players ever. And they still just seem so sad. And I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I want to be a happy guy. You're in the NHL. I want to be happy. <laughs> what are St. Louis style bagels? They don't slice look it up. It's disappointing. Diag- yeah, save it, save it. <laughs> Lou, I would, I would, I would save yourself the surprise for, for after it's, the pod. Well, knowing Lou, he might eat them like that. Look it up and save it for next week because you're gonna want to have to do a whole segment on it. Well, I'm not gonna <laughs> eat a fucking bagel regardless. So <laughs> uh, that's true. I'm not gonna eat yeah. fucking chewy bread. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll move along to the next uh, question from Nat from uh, What the Chell. Like I said, make sure you go, make sure you go follow them. Make sure you listen to their newest episode. If you're listening to this and you're not on Twitch with us, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe even Friday. They released an episode today, which is Tuesday night. Go check them out. But Nat asked if you if you were kidnapped, Jesus. Um, what hockey-related thing would you tweet to let people know that you weren't okay? Any love for Nashville? Yeah. Sell if you see st- me, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say if you see me tweet out Fangarang, you gotta dial nine one one so fast. <laughs> sell, sell your stock in Slovak players. <laughs> You, Lou? Um, insert Lou, good food take here honestly i was just about to say that lou it could be anything about food really 
it's a hockey related thing though. So. <clears throat> um yeah, that's true. Yeah, something about the predators. I agree with Jake. <laughs> Bangarang. Especially out of the two of us. No, no, no. Alex Alexander Ovechkin is my goat. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> Mine would be like Fangarang or something about me liking Bennington or something. All right, I think we have one more. We actually have a couple more. We have like a few more. I say, oh, I say, do I, we? say we save, I say we save Ryan's for last. We'd, yeah, I feel, like we always, yeah. I, I feel like we should always end on Ryan's question. <laughs> Mine's mine is cut off for some reason, so simply don't have the cutoff version <laughs> simply do better uh, you need me to send them to you again uh no hold on a second all right uh is it po- it? go ahead no go ahead you got it lou you're fine okay uh from Shra- shraggy shout out shraggy um <laughs> Is it possible that the Ducks should trade for a top player, even not to win this year, but with a good pick coming for them, they can really build something? I feel like it just kind of depends on the player that's available. Like, I wouldn't have wanted the Ducks to pursue Bo Horvat, but I wanted us to be in on uh, Alex Dabrinkit last offseason. So I think, yeah. I think it really just depends on the player their age do they do they really fit our timeline you know what their what their contract looks like um my first thought was timo meyer yeah me too i i I would love timo meyer but i'd i'd i find it hard to believe he won't be a new jersey devil in some way shape or form at the start of next season i just i just think that fit makes way too much sense Um, yeah i would love timo meyer but i think i just want him off the sharks yeah i don't i'm not too sure i mean i mean who you know, who knows what this offseason is going to look like in terms of, you know, contract talks falling through and then guys are looking to be traded. Um, so we'll just, you know, we'll just we'll just have to see. I mean, who knows if shit hits the floor with Pasternak, like Pat Verbeek better just <laughs> Pat Verbeek better go all in with that. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I think it just depends on the on the player. Yeah. Yep. I wouldn't hate a trade for Besser if he is available. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know if I'm paying a premium for him though. Yeah, that's like the only like nick in it, but Brock Besser as a duck would be pretty hot. Yeah, it would be. You ain't lying. But you to your point it. of Meyer, I, I don't see him being on any other team but the Devils. <laughs> Devils, yeah. yeah. I just I just don't see how that I was hoping <laughs> the Sabres too, man. Hey, you guys are gonna get Thatcher Demko. That's okay. <laughs> And I saw a rumor that they might like, like, what about Eric Carlson to the Sabres? Can you imagine Ooh. him with like Darlene and that? That'd be sexual. One power sick. and yeah, man. Um, we can answer empty net poppies really quick here in the chat. Can the Dallas Stars win this whole thing? I think they can. I mean, I mean, hey, we talked about the West being wide open, so I mm-hmm. think, I think, I think it's very likely that they could that they could get to the get to the final. As long as uh, Robertson and Hints. Stay healthy. I, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to be tough in the playoffs. Yep. Even yep, I hate top. to say it. I hate to say it, but I don't that know. I don't hate the stars like yeah. I used to. Um, they are fun to watch with Jason Robertson and, and hints on the team. It's it's pretty great. So I just the top really line is just uniform. that top line is something else. Yeah. 
I'd also want them to win for Pavelski. Yeah. That'd be nice. Get at least one of the Joes a cup. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Lou? I said I just don't like their uniforms at all. Don't yeah, that's fair. that's fair. I don't like that green. Booger green? It's supposed yep. to be victory green, but I don't buy it. Fucking loser green. <laughs> all right. Next one comes from Jake Rudolph, and I, I enjoy this one. Shout um, out, Jake. I was going to see if we could get, like, I don't know if we're allowed to, like, show it, like a clip or something, because I was going to see if we could share. I, I feel like this question, answering this question would be better if, like, the people on here could see how we're doing it, because he asked, what did Zegra say to Stetcher? Wrong answers only. But I'm not sure if we can. That's asking a lot of my internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true, true, true. What so, did wrong what did he say to Stetcher? Wrong answers only. He sang the uh, Burger King song. <laughs> oh, man. Lou loves the Burger King song, by the way, if, he, if no one knew that. No. That's a mischaracterization of me. But <laughs> You have okay. it as a... It's, 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 it's my ringtone when I call you. Okay. Which I never do. We don't call each other. <laughs> You don't even have a phone number, do you? I think I do. I don't know. I was going to say that he, uh, <clears throat> since he did like the finger twirl thing, I was going to say something about pizza. Wow, I have Chris's phone number. I didn't know that. Look at that. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, what I originally thought Zegers said was I thought he was doing the chirp or he was telling Stetcher to turn around so he could read his name. Yeah. Like a like a who the fuck are you type of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Coming from Zegras. I mean, I know he's well known, but second year in, holy hell, dude. <laughs> but I mean, hey, I mean it's not like he's a, a pretty household name by now, you know. Yeah. I like to think that they're talking about the Chef Boyardee commercial with the uh, the rolling ravioli can. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so perfect. Sorry, I had to wait for you guys to unfreeze on my screen to finish saying that. Oh, no. <laughs> that would have been great, though. Yeah, I'll say something with pizza. That he 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 took his pizza or, I don't know, trolled it on his finger himself and ate it in front of his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. That's me, though. All right, you want to save... You want to save uh, Ryan's for last, right? Yeah. All right, Simon. Shout out, Simon. Shout out, Simon. Should the Ducks select? It's Mitchkoff, right? What's Mitchkoff? that? Mitchkoff. That's his name. That's what they say. Mitchkoff. Yeah. 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 Uh, should the Ducks select Mitchkoff if we don't get a top three pick in this year's draft? Presuming he hasn't been, you know, selected. Yeah, so the the whole Mitchkov discussion is is fun for me, you know. Um I've said it a little bit before on Twitter, but um I I if we're picking second or third, I'm still taking Adam Fantilli or Leo Carlson um over Matt Vay Mitchkov there. Um it gets the draft does get really interesting in that in that four, five, six spot because now because now we're on we're on Mitchkov watch there. Um 
let's just say the Ducks are picking fourth and it's Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson that go one, two, three. Um, the Ducks have a few options here. Now, some people may make the argument that Mitchkov doesn't fit our timeline. Why should the Ducks have to wait a couple years for him? What's the point of that? The Ducks are a little bit further along. Um, and the rebuild and some of these teams at the bottom with us that have just kind of recently stripped down, you know, like, like your, you know, your San Jose's, your, your Vancouver's, your Montreal's, your Arizona's and stuff like that. So it's like the ducks maybe need a player that, that um, is going to make a little bit more of an immediate impact, you know, in a year or two versus, you know, two, three, four years down the road, like Mitchkov. To me, I see both sides. Um, but to me, I'd be all for taking Mitchkov there at four. I think for the Ducks, worst case scenario is the rebuild takes just a little bit longer than we all initially expected it to. In yeah. two or three years, we're a solidified wildcard team, and you just plug Matt Vamichkov right in there on the top line right wing, um, and then and then you have a, a potential all-star level player there. Um, and an all-star level goal scorer there that you can that you can add into your lineup to kind of maybe, you know, hopefully give what would be a hypothetical wildcard team that push into being more of a true contender. Yeah. Uh, best case scenario, we're already in the playoffs pretty consistently in three years. And it's just another huge weapon added to our roster to make us even better. Yeah. Um, from a prospect pool perspective, I also think, you know, you can't, you can't ignore the risk of Mitchkov. Um, I'm not too worried about him coming over or not, because I think if there was any doubt, and whether or not he will just come over from Russia to North America at all, I think we would not see him. I, I, I don't think we would still be seeing him consistently ranked in the top five by all the all the major scouting heads. Yeah, um, you know all all the post World Juniors. You know, you know, uh, 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 mocks and rankings have now come out now from all the from all the main the main prospect organizations. And in a tournament that Matt Mitchkov didn't even play in because of what's been going on with Russia and everything like that. He's still, I mean, consistently in that in that top four, five, six. So I, I don't have any worries there. It's just, you know, is Pat Verbeek going to be okay with gambling, um, you know, those two or three years? Um, I do think yeah. that the with the way the Ducks prospect pool is right now and how stacked it is, I think we're in a situation where we can afford to take some risk like that because it's not like if it's not like if something just completely goes haywire with Mitchkov, we have absolutely nothing in our prospect pool. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's like it's not like this it's not like we need to take a fully safe option because we have nothing in our system so we really need like something that's going to be a big win for us um or you know a more solidified win so yeah i'd be i'd be all for taking mitchkov after you know after um after the top three spots like i said i'm not i'm not taking um you know i'm not taking him over uh fantilli or carlson but um, yeah, I'm still I'm on the Mitchkov train. If Pat Verbeek has the has the balls to swing on that in the in the four, five, six, I mean shit. I mean, hey, even seven range. Like literally after after the the fifth spot, like I can understand if you want to take a Zach Benson or maybe even a Will Smith mm -hmm. there at four or five at four and five instead of instead of Mitchkov. But if we're picking sixth, seventh, and eighth, and Mitchkov is still there, like you you just have to fucking take him that's on a platter yeah. for you yeah like it becomes he's it becomes more about this is ridiculous that he's dropped so far versus oh there's a little bit of risk attached here 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see if we do end up in that, you know, four to six range, what kind of happens there. But, yeah, I mean, long story short, I'm 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 on board with drafting with drafting Mitch Cobb. I also would not blame Pat Verbeek one bit if he didn't want to take on any of that risk. Mm-hmm. It just wants to go with a Zach Benson or a Will Smith or who you know whoever it may end up being. But and there's a there's a Richie in this draft, right? Callum Richie, yeah, I don't think we'll go to the top ten. But, <laughs> Try um, another no, Richie, see if it works. He's, he's a complete. He's a, he's a completely different player. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Lou, you want to read Ryan's or Connor? I'll read it. All, All right. right. This is this is this is from Ryan. All right. And and this is a quote from a movie, I guess. And it's you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. And that movie's from Jack Burton's Big Trouble in Little China. And that's his favorite really good bad movie. Does the podcast have favorite good bad movies? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, really... the first one that, that came to mind for me was um um god damn it now i'm gonna forget have you guys seen rat race yes i would say that okay get uh mine is galaxy quest have you ever seen that with tim allen and like uh it's it's terrible but i like to watch it sometimes when I'm saying Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> Galaxy Quest is horrible, man. But hey, if you're bored one day, give it a shot. I I can't even think of one. I mean, can I say the Justice League? Because... I yeah. sat through the Joss Whedon one and thought it, it was okay. Yeah. And then watched the four hour version and was like, I really wasted all of this time in my day. <laughs> why did you do that to yourself? Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I need context of why everyone hated the first one. And okay. then I watched the Zack Snyder one and I was like, wow, both of these are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good but, one though. That's all I can think of. I feel like I watch good movies, but I mean, movies are subjective. Yep. Or movie taste, I should say. Yeah. That is true. Well, that's all the questions we have. Unless there are any in the chat that I miss, but I don't think there are. But while we wait to see if anything uh, comes through, make sure you're following us late arrivals pod um, on Twitter and Instagram as we are trying to continue to grow and make sure you follow our network at inside the rink also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find their, their at in our, in our bios on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, and almost very every tweet we put out literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much every tweet, any of our episode tweets, they are tagged in the photo. So go check them out. Make sure you follow hockey, da- uh, hockey daily, three, six, five, He's cool. He's awesome. He's my friend. Support friends. 
Um, but yeah, make sure you're following us. We're trying to uh, continue to grow our Instagram and and stuff like that. And uh, I have an idea. I haven't brought it up to you guys yet, but I do have an idea for a little giveaway for the podcast. And I was going to see if we could do one on Twitter and one on Instagram. And that is when I am out there for a game. So I'll just leave it at that. And uh, when I know that I can actually do it, we will do it. <laughs> and I'll bring it up. But this, yeah, we'll talk about this when we're not recording anymore. But I'm intrigued. Yeah. So make sure make sure you're uh, following us at Late Arrivals Pod everywhere. Uh, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to us. And if you uh, if you aren't on Twitch right now and you're listening to this another day, uh, be sure to follow us and maybe even subscribe on Twitch. It's very appreciated. Please. All please, love. Please, bro. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> but yeah, uh, next, next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Ducks play Monday and Tuesday. We could probably record next Tuesday night again. Who are they playing? Chicago? It's in Chicago. So. Yeah. We should be talk about how we don't like their deep dish. Yeah. And yeah. We could do that. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, since I won't uh, since I won't be on next week. I'm gonna give my uh, my uh, my preemptive Super Bowl prediction. Okay. Uh, Eagles 31, Chiefs 24. 31, 24. I said 28, 24. Eagles. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. I. You know, my Eagles Bills Super Bowl Super Bowl pick got so far. God. Almost. Almost. It lasted pretty long. I was very, very pleased with it. But then I would have been mad if it did happen because I didn't put any money on it. So it was kind of a lose-lose anyway. There you go. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, that's it from us. We will see you next week. Same day, same time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Um.